When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello everyone, welcome to another question and answer Fantasy Football Scout video. My name is Az and I am joined by Big Red Arrow Sam from FPL Family. How are you Sam? Oh my god, <laughs> genuinely, I don't even know what Game Week 5 was. Like that is, in my whole FPL life I've never had a Red Arrow that big. And it was World Card Week, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh. I'd have been better off. I actually would have been better off had I not touched it. Had yeah. I left it alone, oh. I'd have more points. And that is what really bug- <laughs> really bugs me because I basically spent all last week and I sort of knew there's always a risk. You go about Ronaldo, there's a risk. Yeah. But I sort of I sort of got away with the Ronaldo when he just got a goal. That was it, mm. you know. And and actually if Ronaldo just got a goal every week, I can count myself quite lucky to to get away with that but my goodness everyone else like it was just one of them weeks it was just a lot of like the fringe players kind of coming in wasn't it like Ben Rama Saar like Rafinha scored Rudiger a lot of people have yeah. got all these all these guys and yeah a lot of people a, a lot of people that wildcarded this week were, were kind of burnt um, yeah I mean I'm yet to really meet a wildcard this week who there were a lot of wildcarders that were like okay because they'd gone with Rafina or okay because mm. they'd gone with Sar as a cheaper option but there were a lot of wildcarders who like me had done the kind of big mid-price midfielder block in the middle kind of gone with Greenwood or Yotta or Torres and then of course none of them did anything if you built your team to have them in that's a lot of budget that's already been wasted and of course we didn't get Trent then we didn't get Reese James and Richardson didn't play so there was a lot of players that people had looked to invest in that then Yep. Just didn't show up at all the whole game week. Yep, absolutely. Uh, my game week was was better. Um and you had a good one. I had a good one and it was a it was a surprise. Uh, we talked about sort of the, the budget strikers last week and yes. you obviously were waxing lyrical about Pookie like you do most weeks. I didn't get him. You as... didn't get him. I know. I was really disappointed when I saw your team and uh, and he didn't have do it. You know, do you know what it was? And, and I'll, I'll let you talk in a minute. But I think with Pookie, it was one of them things that because I didn't need the money, I was like, oh, let's just stick with Hemi then because better team, better underlying stats, good fixtures. I'll stick with Jimenez. No, I can come down later. Whereas if I'd have needed that extra budget, yeah. I would have 100% gone pooky. And so kind of now wished I'd needed the money. Yeah, because I stuck with Tony, who who I said, didn't I? If, if I was going <laughs> to pick... Could have had a hat trick. If I was going to pick one, I know he scores a backfield <laughs> goal. He scores again from Mbomo. It was, it was amazing watching him and... A bit of mixed feelings because I bought in Samedo and there's a there's a question on him in the in the Q and A. Um, yeah. Anyway, right. Let's that's enough about our teams. Uh, we've had loads of questions um, to get through. Again, I think super chats are on. So if you want to ask us any any questions live in the chat, um, I'll try and pick out some. And if you want to make sure we answer them, then obviously uh, use the super chat feature. But I've got some from Scout and some from Twitter um, as well. So let's get stuck in. So Atletico Nashville Bro. Um, interesting first question. Would you consider dropping Trent? Uh, for Cancelo Diaz or Rudiger, who are all matching him in the game. 
I know my answer to this, and I'm guessing yours is going to be pretty similar. Dropping Trent. I mean, he says, would you be brave enough? I mean, I don't think brave is the this word I'd use to drop Trent. <laughs> no, mad, maybe. Mad, yeah. I, yeah, I can just... Uh, there's, uh, there's, not, there's not another player in FPL that I would trade Trent for right now. I know that he missed game week five because he was ill, but it's not COVID. And so he's likely to be back for game week six. Fixtures still look nice. I mean, they've got Brentford next. And um, I know Brentford have been quite solid defensively, but we haven't really seen them be tested by a really top quality side attacking them yet. Trent's always got the threat of attacking upside to his game. There's no way I'd lose Trent, even for the likes of Cancelo, Diaz and Rudiger, particularly when they all play each other this week. Yeah. No, it's it's one of those it's one of those moves which is like you, you can try and be too clever, can't you? And and you know yeah. it, it's kind of it's such an obvious question to answer because the answer is no. But I I've been there and I've been like you know maybe you're just kind of stagnating around a certain rank, you're not really pushing on. You think oh I'm going to do something really clever and brilliant that no one else is thinking of. I'm going <laughs> to drop the best player in the game and and getting someone else. And it's just yeah, it's just no. I mean you can find other ways to bring in Cancelo, Diaz, and Rudiger alongside Trent would be my advice. I, I agree. I wouldn't drop Trent for anyone. I think he's. It'd be interesting to see how he does with lose um, Luke Shaw for him. Yeah, I'd lose yeah. Luke Shaw. Yeah, lose Luke Shaw. I mean, you know, if you if you're comparing him to Jota and, and Greenwood and stuff, I mean, he's he's miles better than than those yeah. options who are sort of failing to deliver a bit. So, no, easy first question. Uh, no, find other ways to get those three. Pundit <laughs> um, punts Alonso, Marcus Alonso. So we've had loads of questions about Chelsea <sighs> uh, defense. Maybe I'll combine them all together. Uh, so Kuno asks about Reese James. Mature vibes on Twitter says which Chelsea defenders would you bring in, uh, which are assured of starting every game. So Alonso's there. Um, I don't know if you saw the the rumours that are going around about Chilwell um, mm. and why he's out. Uh, so we think Alonso is going to carry on, you know, playing. He's been playing well. He's going to carry on keeping Chilwell at the team. There doesn't seem they're not in a rotation battle at the moment because Chilwell, by all accounts, is suffering mentally and, and needs time to kind of reintegrate yeah. and, and, and things. Um, so for me, Alonso is is a great pick. Five point seven. Still, when he's a foot, rubbish fullback, absolutely rubbish fullback, <laughs> wingback, best in the world. <laughs> like, he offers, it's mad, isn't it? Offers so so much attacking threat, and I'm starting to come round to him. What about you? <laughs> starting to come round to him. Yeah. I mean, look, Alonso is one of those players that I get the fear about quite a lot because I think we've all, for the last few seasons, we've spoken, haven't we, about rotation risk and how he's going to not get stars and how he's going to get dropped in it. It's going to cost you a fortune sat on the bench. You're going to have to transfer waiting to happen. I do think we've got time with Alonso at the moment and we're getting that time at the right moment when the Chelsea fixtures are really nice. Mm. I was at, I was at the Spurs game on Sunday. Um, He was incredibly impressive. He got booed every single touch that he had, but it didn't bother him. And it was one of those that, you know, when you watch him and you think, you're really dangerous, and mm. and in the second half in particular, I thought there was a re- there were a lot of times where something more could have come from it had they spotted the run that he'd made, or had they just in- integrated him a little bit more into that attacking play. He is really good. The question I have is, it's a budget thing, I suppose, because 
we are trying to build sides that have all of these players that we've been talking about. And I think Alonso, if you're going to go with a Chelsea defender, then either going Alonso or Reese James for their attacking threat does make sense. But you could save money and go Rudiger. And we saw against Spurs that he has got the occasional bit of mm, attacking great threat. Great finish, wasn't it? It was a really good finish, yeah. So... I really like Alonso. If you can budget for one of those two, Reese James, Alonso, then I think that makes a lot of sense. But if you can't, it is okay to go Rudiger. I mean, there's not a huge amount of difference between the price. I mean, uh, no, correct in the chat. Alonso's five eight. I think James is five six, and Rudiger's five five. Unless he's unless yeah. he's gone up point one. I, I think he's still five five. Still five five. So because uh, actually, yeah, because Reese James came down, didn't he? I think so. Yeah, I, I think. I don't know if you're scrabbling around. Going Antonio is fine. If you are, you know, if you, <laughs> no, Anto- Rudy, Rudiger, and Antonio Rudiger, you did not, you did not mean to call him, or your first first name basis first name. is with we were first, we're best friends. You're busy, yeah, you the Chelsea mates. player, yeah, clearly. Yeah, clearly. me and Antonio Rudiger, we're best mates. <laughs> did you not know that? <laughs> <laughs> not best mates with you anymore, just with Rudiger. Just call me I, Phillips. Uh, for me, <laughs> going with going with Rudiger is fine. If if you are if a little bit more, go with Alonso. I think I'd go Alonso over Reese James. Would you? Well, that, that's the question, right? Because James is someone who lots of people are buying. They think, oh, you know, he's he seems more nailed on. But I think the Spurs game was a bit of a wake up call for a lot of people because I expected him to play in I that did. game, and uh, Tuchel chose to, to play kind of as Luqueta there and, and shuffle things yeah. around and. I don't think James is any more nailed on than Alonso is. In fact, at the moment, I think with with things with the situation with Chilwell, I think Alonso might even be more nailed, more nailed going forward. So yeah. it's it's a it's a very interesting one. I think at the moment I would pick. If you'd asked me last week, I'd have said James, no question. Now, yeah, I'm now I'm leaning towards Alonso. Yeah. I would have. I totally agree with you. I, I my full in full intention in game week ahead of game week seven was to go Luke Shaw to James. But now I'm really on the fence with that one. I still want to invest in the Chelsea defence, but I don't think it's quite as straight cut now as to which one you go mm. with. I, I do really like Alonso. I do think that with what we're hearing about Chilwell, we should get more time with Alonso. Mm. And that time, given the fixture run, makes him a really nice, attractive option. Yep. If I'm picking one though, and, and I might have to kind of next week, well, I will have to because I'm definitely bringing one in. I think I'm just going to go Rudiger. He, he's he's playing like a man possessed anyway. He has been pretty much since Tuchel came in and, and put him back yeah. in the starting lineup. Like in in some ways, it makes you think. Oh, he's he's so he was lucky in the Euros as well. He runs around and puts hard tackles in, and you always worry. Yeah. Oh God, is he going to like get a red card any minute or a yellow? But also, the goal he scored was was fantastic. So yeah, I mean, I was right behind it, and yeah. it was a cracker of a goal. I. Look, I I actually agree with you. I think I'm going to go Rudiger. I think mm. my having thought I was going to go James, I do now think I'm likely to go Rudiger. I think if you're picking one, you just go with Rudiger. I think there's a real case for getting two with, yeah, the, with the pictures actually, they've got. I think, yeah, and the midfield is harder to pick from, isn't it? So yeah, it's it's difficult exactly. to pick a midfielder from Chelsea. So you're going to go Lukaku probably. The midfield's a bit more of a minefield, but the defence, suddenly you have got two good options in Alonso and Rudiger so that's what I think that's the way to do it. Rudiger, Alonso and Lukaku I think that they're the yeah. three they're the three you get from game week seven 
I think yeah, that's such I a strong, so. such a strong trio. What is this? Are we agreeing? I know. Very rare. Very rare. <laughs> Your connection's awful today, by the it's way. It's terrible. I don't know why. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> Just one of those days, isn't it? Yeah, I'll tell you what. I am having one of them days today. I don't know why it's so bad. There's nothing wrong with it, according to my computer, but... yeah. It is breaking up. Yeah, Sorry, we're, everyone. That's right, we'll get for it. Uh, so a couple of super chats, VKR, uh, best goalkeeper options. So if you're picking a goalkeeper now, who would you get? Uh, Sanchez, Guaita, Raya or Saar? So we're looking around the kind of 5 million and lower mark. Uh, took Saar on, on the wildcard, now thinking of Guaita as Saar is overpriced. Well, firstly, if you've just wildcard, I wouldn't be making a goalkeeper transfer. There's plenty, no. there's plenty more other moves. You Pretty more of a priority. Saar is still a good pick. Defensive numbers are still good bit of a blip against Brentford who are a good side hoping that they, they can start um, you know getting some so definitely don't be making a sideways goalkeeper move if I'm picking one of those four it would be Raya but the fixtures are so are so rough I've got to be honest I'm, I'm fairly happy with Sanchez I, you know his points yeah. are he's 6-2 6-2 6-2 but Brighton are still looking good defensively um, and for, I, I think he, he's the best 4.5 option going forward you i agree yeah i uh, i agree i kept sanchez on wildcard for that very reason i think at that price point he offers the best value mm. for the fixtures that they have coming up yeah and i think yeah. you know in in the brighton defense there's not we haven't really got too many options i mean i've got veltman but now he's kind of playing at center back he's not most attacking wing back anyway he still has lots of yeah. defensive duties whereas with wolves you've got marcel and Samedo who are much more attacking defensive options so you pay more for Saar and then you kind of can't get one of them unless you double up which seems a bit unnecessary so it's, San- it's Sanchez for me Raya when the fixtures turn though I think he, he could be a, a standout 4-5 uh, we had another one as well from Dave Lister uh, from Red Dwarf very nice to see you Dave uh, Morning Sam and as should I get rid of Gray and Decore Everton look terrible but they do have Norwich next I think terrible is a Maybe a bit harsh. I mean, they had a lot of injuries. <laughs> it looked pretty bad. They did in the second half. The first half was sort of a bit more evenly matched, and then it all just derailed in the worst possible way for them. Yeah, but they were evenly matched in a bad way. Like their XGs well, were true. awful. That's true. So it's both they poor. yeah they were both poor. I I don't think so. I've got Damari Gray. I don't think you can sell ahead of Norwich. No. So I think you've got to hold through this Norwich game. If he doesn't return against Norwich, that would be the time where I'd be like, right, off you go. I'm going to... Norwich Norwich are bad. Norwich are, you know, a bad side. <laughs> let's, 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 let's be honest. I mean, you know, I, I actually tipped them to win against Watford. And it's a huge game for them. And to go yeah. down, what, 3-1 at home to a fellow relegation battling side is is terrible. I mean, I'm, I, Decore played a lot deeper against yeah. Villa. Um, you know, had to shuffle the pack and move things around. But to, this is the this is this was the worry with Decore was that he's playing in this kind of number ten role. He's a great option. As soon as he drops deeper, he's not having the impact that, that he yeah. does. Gray's probably the one that I'd I'd consider um, now, given given the injuries they've got. And I kind of flip flop between thinking he's a great option, thinking he's rubbish. <laughs> I wouldn't expect huge things from him, but he's what five seven, five eight. Like you don't need huge things. You need an no. assist, and and you yeah. and you've got your money's worth with him. So no, I definitely wouldn't sell. Uh, Dave, I would keep him in. Um, other questions. Uh, HMC asked me how I feel about bringing in Samedo. I did that too. Yeah, it was it was a funny one because I bought him in knowing I had the clash with Tony, so I kind of hoped one of them would do well. And they did. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like <laughs> as long as as long as you get one right, it's it it's okay. You know, I think what Tony got twelve and Samedo got one. So if I'd got 
you know, six and five or that's bad math, six and seven. Uh, I would have been happy with that, and, you know, but it all came from one player. Fine. I mean, Semedo again played deeper. He didn't have anywhere near his attacking returns he did, but that's because of Brentford. Brentford were absolutely superb, have been in every game I've seen them play. I keep yeah. saying it, there's absolutely no way they're going to be relegated this year. They are just... It's such a they're the best by far oh, the newly promoted it's sides. Not even, it's not a even long a way. Debate. They're, they're, so, they're so far. Away. I mean, they've got they've got attacking threat. They're good defensively. They've got a good goalkeeper. They're yep. midfield solid. The partnership between Tony and Mbomo is is amazing. Like you yep. know, they they know where they they are and and like you say, Tony could have had a hat trick easy. <laughs> Should have. Should have done. Could yeah, three, three or four goals and and Wolves were posting the best defensive numbers in the league. So I know. yeah, it's it's. Yeah, they're, they're, they're a great side to watch. Fixtures are still nice for Wolves, though. They are, So yeah. I didn't bring in Semedo for a one-week punt. Like, I brought him in because the fixtures are nice and he had attacking threat and yeah. it was likely to get clean sheets. So I'm not that upset about the Semedo thing. I was a bit confused as to the collapse of, of Wolves defensively, but I'm not that concerned. No, me neither. And, you know, he's, he's 4.9, even if he's not my favourite player attacking-wise <laughs> anyway, but... He was 5-5 five, five last season and I needed to feel like I was getting some attacking returns at 4.9, you know, some clean sheets and, and I'm yeah. probably pretty pretty happy with that, to be fair. Um, Conan23 asks about Tony. He says keep or sell. He's a keep. He's a keep for me. He's gone from like, oh my God, I need to get rid of this guy to, to a keep. Um, even with the fixtures? Even with the fixtures. I mean, Liverpool's tough, right, obviously, but then... It's West Ham. I think he can score in that game. And then I think yeah. it's Chelsea. So obviously they're kind of the two hardest fixtures he can have. But then it's games like Leicester, Everton, these these teams who look difficult when you see the fixture difficulty thing. But aside from City, Liverpool and Chelsea, there's yeah. no one really that I, I don't think a team can score against. Like It's similar to last season. It's, you know, the, the quality of defences outside of those three teams really isn't that high. And the mm. way Tony's playing with penalties the way Brentford are set up, I, th- I think he, he's still for six, three, whatever he is. I still think he's the best option under seven. Yeah. I th- I, yeah. Oh, oh, more than Pookie. Okay. <laughs> great. More than um, Pookie. I yeah. Know, I saw, <laughs> I, yeah. The fixtures do put me off a bit, I think, but it's only really the next couple of weeks mm. that the fixtures put me off and then like you say once they, once he's coming up against Everton I wouldn't have any qualms about playing him against no. against that Everton defence for sure so I think you know for the next couple but then at the price point Tony you can just bench him for Liverpool well, and you can it. bench him for, for Chelsea it. it's not the end of the world I'm being accused of recency bias uh, I, I not really because I was saying this last week you did say it last well, week before, yeah. before the 12 points I think he's he's looked good in the games that I've seen um, I think the question is if I was wild carding would I keep Tony probably not Let's be honest. Yeah. Unless I needed a, if I still, if I needed a six point five or under striker, I think he still would be the one that I'd go for. But I'd probably mm. swap things around so he wouldn't be in. Um, but do I think he's a priority in my team to get rid of, even with the fixtures the way they are? No, because I've got Greenwood. Mm. People are going to have Jota. I'm going to be looking to get Chelsea defenders in. There's other things yeah. that I want to be doing rather than losing Tony. And that twelve points was welcome because it shows that he has got the FPL pedigree to hopefully carry on getting some some returns. Um, so he's a keep for me. Um, okay, so this is the big question, right? So Mountain Beach, uh, Dunas Dog, Doy. I love reading out these names. Uh, all from Scout. Uh, they're asking about Jota. Uh, Jota is interesting because 
obviously we most of us started with Simicass and the worry yeah. was he's going to block us getting Jotter in. So yeah. the worst possible thing happens a few weeks ago. Simicass gets dropped. Firmino gets injured. Everyone thinks, oh my God, we need to get Jotter in. <laughs> His stats are amazing. Talk about a trap. Yeah. It's not, but it's not actually Simicass who's the trap. It's Jotter who's the trap. And people who've wildcarded and taken big hits. I was debating a minus eight to bring him in you you got him in and you've been rewarded with two successive blanks and now Firmino is back in training and possibly ready to start the next game so how what are you feeling about Jota are you are you <laughs> worried that there's been no returns or do you think he's just been unlucky I mean his miss was awful wasn't it uh, I was the, well, so I watched that you can imagine how I felt sitting in the stand at Anfield watching that I was raging and then Salah took his blooming shirt off and I was like what is going on with you lot today can you please keep your shirts on and can you please finish your shots um so I only got Yotta on wildcard last week so and I did that I did it because I wanted flexibility in the middle so I wanted to have two of the seven ish seven to eight ish million pound midfielders I didn't trust Torres to start after his exploits recently I just had a feeling that Pep was going to be Pep and give him a rest because he played a lot for for Spain on international duty and he played a lot for for Man City including the Champions League so I wanted to go with Yotta I thought they had the easier fixture as well because Southampton have actually been good defensively in the last few weeks they've really shored up so I thought Liverpool had the better fixture I thought Simicas wasn't going to play Mm. Um, I did have some concerns that Robertson might get rested here and there across the course Let's of the season. Let's talk Andy called that. See, he's straight yeah. played him. Yeah. Mm. I did have some I did have some concerns about Robertson that I've been speaking about uh, for a little bit, about how I think that there could be some more shared minutes this year. Robertson's had this injury. Obviously, he plays a lot of football over the course of the season, both with Liverpool and internationally with Scotland, because if he's away with Scotland, he's going to play every game. And I did have some concerns that when you've got a player like Simicast, who's proved himself to be good enough to play in that Liverpool starting eleven against the slightly, supposedly, weaker opposition in the Premier League, you could see him getting some game time because Klopp has now got an option there. He doesn't really have that with Trent, which is another reason I wouldn't sell Trent because Trent hasn't really got mm. an understudy in the same way that Robbo has. So I, I don't know how I feel about Yotta at the moment. I mean, I'm not going to sell him ahead of Brentford, that's for sure. I'm going to keep him and see what happens. I always knew that going Yotta there was going to be a rotation risk with Firmino. That, that's not new news it's it for me was never going to be out long term I had hoped he would return against Palace mm. is is the honest answer that's kind of why I brought him in thinking you're going to play against Palace because Bobby's not ready and then probably you might get some minutes he might ease Firmino back in during the Brentford game so you might get 60 minutes out of Yotta and then it might be Firmino that comes on for the last 30 and we might see that happen I am slightly concerned now, though, and I think going into... If there was a standout Chelsea midfielder, yeah, going into seven, Yotta to that person would be the one. Yeah, but there I mean, isn't. Two, two amazing games Liverpool have had in Leeds and Palace. You would definitely be expecting returns from kind of the nailed-on seven, seven, you know, out-of-position yeah. midfielder. You know, it, it, you can... <laughs> you, people beating themselves up over it. It's like, you can't... I mean, he should have had a couple of assists against Leeds, and... I think his XG was about 0.68 or something in, in, for the chance mm. that he missed. I mean, it was a, 
I can't. I still can't quite believe that that he missed it. He and it's becoming a bit of a pattern with him because I, I owned him at the end of last season, um, like a lot of people, and he never yeah. really delivered um, on that. And alongside Mane as well, it's like Salah is now the clinical one. And when Salah <laughs> yeah. first joined, he was the one that needed loads of chances to to score. So yeah. it is interesting how how that's kind of developing. So he, I mean, he's a he's an easy hold for me. I mean, you can't sell you him. You can't sell him. I mean, you can't sell him. You got to hold him. But how long do you keep patient? Yeah. I think is the is the question. And yeah. for now, the fixtures are nice enough. And Firmino's not going to come in. He's not going to bring Firmino back in and play him for ninety minutes against Brentford. It's just not going to happen. So he's going to get minutes, and in those minutes, he could easily return. So I'm not selling him, but I am a bit annoyed. He, he's got he's got a hole in him. I mean, at some point, I mean, yeah, the, yeah. The, the fixtures are, are a bit mixed now. It's Brentford away, and then City at home, and then Watford away, and then United at home, uh, United away, and then Brighton at home, and then West Ham away. So it's a bit kind of, but also that gives you a bit of an opportunity to get off him if you don't want to. Like if you watch him against yeah. Brentford and you think, oh, do you know what? Forget this. You sell him before City at home. If you yeah. keep him, you give him Watford, and then if he doesn't perform in that, you sell him before United away. So, in some ways, when a player's got a really nice fixture run, you can yep. keep him for too long because you're constantly thinking, "Oh, I can't sell him before Newcastle. I can't sell him before this." So, in some ways, it's nice that the kind of the fixtures are a bit a bit mixed. Yeah, I'd keep. Yeah. What about Greenwood then? Because I bought in Greenwood um, last week as alongside Ronaldo. Uh, yeah. He was. Oh, I mean, he got the assist in that game, a bit fortuitous, uh, a shot you know, spilled and then Ronaldo taps it in. So didn't really, you know, look too threatening in that game. And then again, in, in the last match, just because everything's going through Ronaldo, he's kind of on the periphery a little bit and mm. obviously maybe a bit more rotation coming with Sancho knocking around and players like Martial and Pogba could play on the left and Rashford. Maybe Rashford. Yeah. So he, I think he's probably more of a, more of a concern. What would you do with him? I mean, would you, I probably, I wouldn't advise buying him right now but I'm reluctant to sell him yeah I've got him I I've got him because I don't have Ronaldo and I kind of felt a bit like going into the Manchester United games without any attacking threat from Manchester United in my FPL squad was a bit of a well it was a bit suicidal to be quite honest Mm. so I've got Luke Shaw still at the moment for now probably going to be a Chelsea defender in game week seven and I've got Greenwood I haven't been that impressed by Greenwood. And and even in the early part of the season when he was returning, the team was set out incredibly differently to what it is now. There's been a fundamental change in Manchester United, of course, because Ronaldo is back and that has affected things. And it will be affected more, like you say, when Rashford comes back and he's got some rotational threats now that he maybe didn't have game weeks one through three, probably one through four. So right now I'm going to hold him. I think you have to. Villa defensively have looked not that great. Then they've got Everton after who've looked awful defensively. Mm. So I'm going to hold him for the next couple and just see what happens with him in terms of where he's positioning on the pitches, whether we see him returning to, as he plays more with Ronaldo, whether we see him a bit more involved in the play. I, I just feel it's a bit much to transfer him out yeah. on the basis of the last couple of games. But I don't think I would bring him in, no. Yeah, uh, and I, I think what we're going to probably see, and something I was maybe considering, was you know dropping Ronaldo in game week seven for Lukaku, keeping yeah. Greenwood, and hoping he can cover Ronaldo's yep. points. And I just don't think there's any chance of that because well, that's the, sort of what I did. Yeah, like I've got Lukaku instead of Ronaldo because of the fixtures going forward, and because I didn't trust the Spurs defense. 
But now I am looking at. I think it you thinking, just gosh. You, you you need to look at him in isolation. You need to look at yeah, Greenwood and think: is he a, is he going to deliver for a seven point five midfielder? Nothing yeah. about is he going to match Ronaldo? Is he? Oh, can't. You know, coverage about United's attack. If he's playing on the on you know right out on the wing, not getting involved as as I saw in the last match, he's not going to yeah. deliver enough returns, and so it's time to sell. So yeah. I don't think this is the week to do it. But I think when you start maybe moving for Lukaku and you want to, you need to free up some money. I think he could be one of the first names that we that we think to lose. Yeah, um, he's an interesting one though. Uh, so we've got quite a few questions in the chat um, about Torres as well. So this is this is a bit of a theme. All these kind of it's rotation, right? You've got the Chelsea defenders, rotation warriors there. You've got Jota, you've got Greenwood potentially. Torres yeah. is is a big one. You knew what you were getting. I, I have no sympathy for anyone that went for Torres because this yeah. is so predictable. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. you just have to ride with it, don't you? It's going to happen. He's going to get benched. I, I still yeah. think he's first choice striker for for City, but doesn't they matter. don't always play with a striker. It doesn't matter if you're and they've first got Foden and KDB exactly. back now. So I, I find Torres a difficult one because he has been good when he's played. He has been good, but now they've got their other players back involved. We have seen in the past that Pep likes to play play you know, play KDB in a false nine. Like you can play, there's other players that can play in a false nine, not just Torres. So there's always going to be some rotation now. He has been, I would expect to see Torres come back though. Having said that, I would expect him to come back. I do think he got a rest because of the game time that he's had. So I would expect to see him come back. But with the two fixtures that the way that they are now, do you really like against Chelsea and against Liverpool, I don't no. see him getting attacking returns against those guys. I just don't. I think Van Dijk and Rudiger will just deal with, they'll deal with him. It's weird, isn't it? Because you watch City in some games, like, you know, obviously against uh, Leipzig, was it? 6-2 winners. It's yeah. scored five against Arsenal, five against Norwich. You think, oh, they don't need a, they don't need a striker. They're amazing. And then you watch them against Southampton and yeah. they were just so poor. Like they, they're attacking wise, it just wasn't clicking at all. And no. I think FPL is a stressful game anyway. I try to limit the stress that I have, and Torres uh, is. Peak I can't cope. Stress. I can't. I just can't cope. I mean, I've got Grealish, no. and at least he starts. I know he's not really getting the returns, but at least I'm getting games out of him. But Torres, to me, is like you say. There's too many different systems. There's too many players coming back. Yeah. I, I, I avoided him for this reason. I think now is, is is probably a good time to jump off him. Because like you say, I don't think he's going to get big returns in the next two. No, I don't either. I think the only, like, I can understand Grealish. I can understand you having him. When KDB's back, I could, un- properly, I can understand if people wanted to go with him after these fixtures. Although getting him is going to be so difficult in terms of budget. It's why I'm probably just going to go Diaz, to be honest. Yeah. I'm going to be really boring with City. Eventually, after these two fixtures, I'm just going to get Diaz and let him get some clean sheets. Because... I can't cope with the pet roulette. It ruins my weekend sitting to wait for is my city player. And it means my bench has got to be so much better because every week there's a risk that my city player doesn't play. And then I'm reliant on a bench player and they're not that great. The bench players this year, because I just need them to come on and do a job every now and then. But if you get invested in city, the risk is real. And Yeah, I can't cope with the I, I, I don't think there's any city attacker who's going to get consistently high returns over no. a period of time. You're going to they see, share it. You're, they're going to share it. They're going to get some sixes. They're going to get some sevens, some assists. You're going to have one player who gets 14 and everyone brings him in and the next <laughs> week he doesn't play. Like That is that yeah. is just going to happen. 
And I completely agree. I think I think going for Diaz or Cancelo, I think Cancelo is probably the one that, that, I, that I want. Yeah. I think because at least then you do get that attacking threat with him. I mean, he never, another, he's another frustrating player because he never really delivers on his attacking potential. But no. it's always, <laughs> it is always there, uh, you know, un- underlying and... Yeah, and he, he should he should play most games. So yeah, Cancelo or Diaz um, for me. Torres is 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 a nightmare. Um, Grealish, I, I'm actually thinking of selling Grealish this this week because um, I'm probably going to wild card in eight anyway. And then it's like you say, Chelsea and then Liverpool can't see two big returns. And if you're asking me, I mean, look at look at Saar for example. Saar's got Newcastle and then Leeds, the two yeah, kind of worst defensive teams. And it seems crazy. Do I want a Man City attacker or a Watford attacker? At the moment, I'm leaning towards the Watford attacker. Uh, as. <laughs> yeah, but Would it makes disagree? a lot of sense. Would you disagree? No, I, don't know. I wouldn't. No, not at all. I, in fact, I totally agree. I, yeah, no, I would 100% agree with you. It's it just it frustrates me. The fixtures are really tough. Chelsea are solid defensively. Liverpool are solid defensively. They're not going to get a lot of joy in those games you wouldn't have expected. Whereas you could see Watford getting a lot of joy because they're not great defensively either. So they've got attack. So Sar's going to be important. It makes a lot of sense to me. Yep. Uh, some questions, some buttons in the chat. Good to see Hungry for More FPL in the chat. Check out their podcast. Uh, two Australian ladies. Very, very good. I listened to it. There's a link um, to their podcast in my tweets as well. Uh, so yeah, check that out. Um, Cavanas taking advice from someone ranked over 1 million. Wow. Hate these comments. Uh, form is temporary. Class is permanent. Sam will be roaring back and he should definitely, Oh, it's just a terrible week. Definitely terrible take advice week. from her over me. Um, <laughs> even though I'm ranked 277. Quite a good start for are me. You? For is that where you are now? You've yeah. Had, yeah, see, I, I, I never start well, but normally by this point I've like worked it out what I'm doing, but wildcard weeks, I never have good wildcard weeks. Never. But they're not this bad normally. No, I know. So, it's, it, all the thought that goes into them as well, that's the worst part. You're tinkering know, away, so looking at all the stats, getting the optimum team, <laughs> and then it all just goes, all goes I terribly. Know. Yeah. Uh, Jibin Thomas-Joseph asked about Alonso. Yeah, we did talk about Alonso earlier, um, so mm-hmm. check that out. We think he's he's more nailed than Reese James, if you're debating those, but obviously not as nailed as someone like Rudiger. Yeah. It's kind of the middle middle ground for, for rotation, but probably offers, well, does offer the most attacking threat. Um, what else have we got? Stephen Tide, do you prefer Torres or Grealish? <laughs> it's really, I mean, Grealish, I prefer Grealish, I think, because I feel like he's going to play every game at least, but he really isn't delivering. Like I expected, I've expected more from him. I wasn't expecting massive returns from him. I can't... Grealish is safer, but Torres has potentially got mm. more, more attacking threat. Like he's, I think Torres will probably return more in less minutes. If you can cope with the stress of Torres getting benched. I just haven't seen a lot from Grealish. He's played well. It's not, it's not been anything um, from a football perspective. He's been, he's done well from an FPL perspective. I've just not seen enough from him to warrant spending that much money on him. Yeah. Sometimes I watch him and I've I've said this before. Sometimes I watch him and I think he's getting in all the right positions. He's playing advanced. He's not, he's not playing deep. He's, he's, he is, getting the ball in attacking areas but he just isn't getting isn't getting points and yeah I mean obviously when Torres is playing kind of as as a striker it's just would I rather have a a potential naught minute or a 60 minute Torres versus a nailed on 90 minute Grealish to be honest I wouldn't want either for the next (laughs) two (laughs) no I just can't I just can't can't see big returns um, for either so 
Uh, yeah, we've had a super chat. Stephen Gallagher uh, kept Fernandez for two weeks to see if he could cover that word again, Ronaldo, uh, but he can't. Yeah, is it too late to switch for a minus four if Ronaldo was captain or just captain Salah? Yeah, it's the same thing with with, with Greenwood. Like I was saying, I think you've got to look at Fernandez in isolation. Forget about Ronaldo. Forget about everything else going on. This whole thing about coverage is is just nonsense. Can Fernandez live up to a twelve million price tag without penalties yeah. and with Ronaldo in the team? No, I, I I cannot see it. He, he's not good. He's not going to get 200 points this season. That's my prediction. No, I don't think he will either. I don't think he will either. I think he has, the last couple of weeks, he has been a bit unlucky mm. not to get returns. He could have done against West Ham. But you don't want to be talking about could-haves when you're talking about that level of investment. Like, you know, with Salah, with Ronaldo, with Lukaku, they're returning nearly every week. And that's the level of investment or the level of returns that you want from that investment mm. with Bruno. I feel like you're always going to be sitting there going, but he could have. Yeah. And, but he could have was just not enough anymore. And it's really difficult because he has been such a brilliant FPL asset for the last 18 months. But at this point, I think if you're going to go premium at United, you go Ronaldo in, you don't even consider going Bruno. No, and 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 is it too late to switch for a minus four for Ronaldo? No, I don't think it is. I think I'd still be I'd still be making that move. Ronaldo is just showing each week his his, his numbers are the best in the league. He's, he's had the yeah. highest xG, the most shots, the most touches in the penalty area. Every stat that you want him to have, he's he's top off. Yeah. Um, yeah. The captain's interesting. I mean, Salah is obviously a good captain option against Brentford, and I think you know Joe and, and Tom are going to be doing captaincy video um, at half one. I think so watch out for that to see who they kind of pick out because it's it's a decision for me that I think is going to go right down to the wire just as it kind of did last week but Ronaldo's at home this time Brent Liverpool are away Brentford are a good side so it's tricky if you're planning on captaining Ronaldo so if you think Ronaldo is the best option the minus four is an easy one because the minus four to mm-hmm. take out Fernandez and bring in a captain of Ronaldo great if you're going to leave it on Salah anyway I don't know maybe I'd leave it and uh, bank the transfer and, and look to do it for free next week. What do you think? My, I think I agree. Mm. I mean, in, I don't have Ronaldo. I could do it. I could take a hit, but I'm going to captain Salah. So I don't see the value in taking a hit to bring him in. Um, I don't know. I think for me, I think, I think there is absolute justification for holding Ronaldo through this difficult period. Mm. But having said that, we've only seen him play against defences that he can get at, relatively speaking. You know, we haven't yet seen Ronaldo come up against Liverpool or City or Chelsea. We've not seen him play against a really tough defensive unit yet and a good quality opposition. And I mean that with the greatest respect to West Ham. But historically, his record against the lower sides is is great for Juve, but it's not so great when you look at it against, you know, their title contenders. So I don't know. I think for me, I am going to try and ride it out again for another week. Mm. Hide behind the sofa <laughs> when United play because it is hellish not having him. It really is. But I think if you're going to captain Salah and you're not going to give Ronaldo the armband, yeah. then the minus four feels like you could probably wait a week and then do it. I think you, you can still get Ronaldo this week and, and enjoy games against Villa, Everton and Leicester because none of those three teams, I, I think, are partic- no, particularly I difficult games. It's from nine where they really toughen. Then they've got Liverpool at home, Spurs away. Okay, that's... Oh, that's, that's not tough. tough. But then City, 
And then yeah. Watford, which is obviously a good game, and then Chelsea. So they play Liverpool, City and Chelsea within in, in three out of five weeks. Yeah. At that time, that's the time when Lukaku's fix was just absolutely unbelievable. So I'm still sticking to the plan, I think, of in game week eight going Ronaldo-less. But until then, I still think the next three are, are a good game. So I agree. You could argue, oh, it's too late to bring in Ronaldo because, you know, the fix no, has turned. But I, I still think the next three are, are decent enough to, to bring him in yeah. uh, personally. Um, what else have we got? Any other questions? Oh, a good question. Here's one. This will be our last question. Um, one player we haven't talked about for captaincy, and I should have mentioned because I'm considering him as well, is Antonio against Leeds. Mm. Um, I mean, you know, Villa is uh, kind of, you know, you'd expect United to win, but are they going to win four, four or five nil? Probably not. Um, look at Salah, Brentford have been playing well. Leeds, though, my God, are Leeds <laughs> giving up chances. Their defence is just absolutely all over the place. Their midfield looks isolated. They are not. They've got injuries potentially to Bamford. Yep. Has got an ankle injury. They've got Rafina, who's a doubt. Rafina went off early. Ailing. Ailing. Yay. Ailing. Ailing. That's it. I still, still can't quite get it right. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm just, and you know, Antonio had a rest in, obviously, but played in the Europa League. So he's had a little bit of an yep. extended one. Scored in that Europa League game. Yep. I have to say, I am very, very tempted by Antonio captain this week. I don't think it's a bad move no. by any stretch of the imagination. Not at all. I, I must, one thing, though, I will say, that Leeds-Newcastle game was one of the best games of football yeah, I've watched I in know. a very long time. It was brilliant. But, but for some, in some ways, for the wrong reasons, because the defences were woeful, both mm. sides. So it was allowing the attackers to be really good. I wasn't that impressed by Bamford. I say that quietly because everyone's, you know, talking about getting him. But I thought he looked like he was carrying something. He wasn't quite the Bamford that he was last season and got a bit fortunate, to be honest, with that assist yeah, yeah. because it's just a Rafina bit of magic, isn't it? And he, he doesn't really mean it to go in. He's, it's a cross, isn't it, really? And it's good. Um, if anything, Rodrigo managed, probably deserved the assist more yeah, because yeah. he puts off the keeper. But anyway, that's beside the point. So I think... With Antonio facing this team, particularly if Luke Ayling's not there, they are defensively going to be all over the place. And I can see him having an absolute field day against them. They're going to want to bounce back from what happened against Manchester United because they'll feel hard done by the in the last minute they didn't salvage a draw from that game. Leeds are going to attack. It's the only way they know how to defend. So they're going to leave space for Antonio. They're going to leave space for Ben Rama. And... I think Antonio could be just, a great captain. I just look at like Antonio's attributes, like speed, yeah. power, his form, confidence at the moment, his you know clinical finishing, and I look yeah. at Leeds' his back line, <laughs> and I just think he's gonna. How can they stop him? They can't. I, I don't think. I just. I don't. I just don't see how they can stop him. I mean, if no. I think Villa could put up a bit of a fight against United, they're still not clicking. You know, relying on a bit of Lingard brilliance and yeah, still working out how to play Ronaldo. I look at other teams like Chelsea playing City, kind of rules them out. Brentford, I think, is is a tougher game than, than maybe some people think for for Liverpool. Yeah. And I think that that Leeds West Ham game that could be that should be goal um, game of the week, right? Like if you're going to watch one game, I'm watching that because that is going to be a yeah. high intensity, exciting match. Where if I've got a striker captain, I'm going to be Fairly confident of returns. So, yeah. If I didn't, have, if I'd sold Antonio, like a lot of people did for Bamford, for example, or Jimenez, I'd be reversing it. I would not want so to be I going didn't. into this game without without Antonio. Yeah. 
it's why I kept him on wildcard and just benched him because I was like, I can't, I can't. And it's not just Leeds, it's the game after as well. Like yeah. the next two fixtures are great for Antonio. He is captainable for the next two weeks, yeah. particularly when you're talking about, you know, you're not going to captain Salah. You know, most people are going to captain Lukaku in seven, let's be honest, but you're not you're not going to captain Salah because he's got a difficult game against Man City. There's a lot of players that disappear from that captain's option list in both six and seven because of those two big fixtures that we've got. But Antonio is a viable captain both times. Yep, completely agree. Um, we've had one more super chat, so this will, this will be our last question. So no more of those, please. Uh, this is from this is a great name, Bangvir Dai Vuligat FC. Look at that, brilliant. Uh, he just simply asked, "Would you take a hit to remove Jota this week?" Uh, again, we did talk about Jota earlier. I still, I don't think you can sell him. Um, no, I don't. Either. Let alone for a hit. I wouldn't. I wouldn't no. be selling him for free. He's not going to play Firmino for 90 minutes no. against Brentford. He's not. He's going to start Yotta and then he's going to bring Firmino on probably around yeah. 60, 70 minutes. It's what's going to happen. But in 60, 70 minutes, Yotta should return. Yeah, it doesn't he matter. You, I mean, you've, you've more than likely got other things that are a priority over selling a yeah. Liverpool attacker against Brentford, a newly promoted side, even though I do think yeah. they, they could have a bit of a fight. Um, yeah. If not, save the transfer Yeah, because you're going to you're gonna need it for other moves. Definitely. Sell him the week after before yeah. he plays Man City. Definitely, definitely don't do it for a hit. Like that's that's yeah. that's a clear, that's an obvious no for me. Yeah, me too. Uh, so I think that's it uh, from us this week. We will be back. I don't know when we're back. Someone said that I look like I need a few coffees. Uh, yeah, I need something stronger uh, than a few coffees. As needs, uh, yeah, you need a week off. I do, yeah. And Should we just ask for a pause in the FPL season so you can have a bit of a downtime? Yeah, my, my, my holiday is going on a house move uh, on Thursday um, and then on to But a you stag, are moving closer to me, so what would you want? Yep, so I'll be round yours for roast. <laughs> Lee, Lee's going to get sick of me. He's going <laughs> to... Why is Az round here every week for a roast? God, terrible. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, so that's great. Um, if you've enjoyed this, make sure you like the video and subscribe to the channel as well. Again, if you want your questions answered... Uh, we take Super Chats live, um, but the best way to get your questions answered is to drop um, a note on the hot topic on Scout, which goes up on the morning of the Q&A uh, or on Twitter as well. Look for the tweet about the Q&A and we've, I've answered, we've answered all of them, all of the questions uh, that we have yes. and all the Super Chats. We've nailed it today, uh, <laughs> Sam. Um, and yeah, again, uh, if, you're, if you've enjoyed this video and you've enjoyed sort of uh, hearing about stats or things like that, make sure you check out Fantasy Football Scout. Um, become a member of that. Check out all the great things we've got. The members area, the tools, the tables, all the up-to-data, rate my team. Loads of great stuff in there. Uh, but Sam, thank you so much for joining me and I will see you next week at some point. <laughs> see you next week. Thanks, everyone.